to the IMA podcast. Today we have with us Professor Tarun Jain from the Economics area at IIM Ahmedabad. Professor Jain teaches the core course on microeconomics as well as an elective on health economics in the MBA program at IIM Ahmedabad. His research has been published in the top journals across the world. Today we are talking to him about a very interesting topic and project that has recently been championing Gender is a topic of special research interest to Professor Jain and given that women face persistent barriers in economic advancement this specific project focused on influencing a much younger audience to think past gender stereotypes let's hear it from Professor Jain on reshaping gender attitudes starting them young welcome to our podcast Professor Jain hi mansi uh, thank you so much for having me on your uh, podcast So uh let me tell you a little bit about what I've been doing in my research. So it turns out that gender differences are a concern worldwide. If you go to the US or in many western uh, economies, what you will see are persistent differences in say the earnings that women have vis- uh, compared to men, where women earn significantly lower than men for similar kinds of occupations. You'll also see differences in say uh, the roles that women have in society or in their homes compared to those that men have in their homes so uh, of course here in india we know that gender differences are almost lifelong from early in childhood say you know when infants are treated differently to uh, you know children who receive different opportunities for education and healthcare to uh, you know professionals who have differences in occupational opportunities for them to even later in life when uh, you know women uh, receive less healthcare compared to men we see that gender differences are endemic and they're all across indian society so that's a big area of concern now of course this is something that many people have recognized and even policy makers have tried to address in various ways for example there are uh, reservations for women in political leadership in as heads of sarpanches in uh, villages there are also lots of examples of say you know uh, scholarships for women to study more there are examples of uh, you know credit facilities for women entrepreneurs so lots of policy measures have been tried to uh, bridge this gender gap but my contention is that whatever the policies have been and many of them have been successful they have not eliminated the gender gap so my research has tried to understand uh, is there another way that we can address basic attitudes basic views and opinions on what is the correct role for women in society versus what's the correct role for men in society and can we address and change and shape those views at a fairly young age so that we can hopefully going forward close the gender gap between men and women in our society so in order to uh, try and do this what i did is to collaborate uh, with the government of haryana as well as a well recognized nonprofit called breakthrough uh, to try and address gender attitudes amongst uh, young people adolescents in the public schools of haryana so these are uh, typically students around 12 13 14 years old a time when you know a lot of uh, gender views and opinions are being formed and kids are very curious about the other gender and they want to uh, figure out how to you know relate to people of other genders So uh, you know it's a time in one's life and the mind is very malleable and views are still being formed. So uh, you know at this time what we did in 
our uh, partners breakthrough uh, and you know they worked with the government of haryana in 150 uh, schools when government run schools in haryana in the four districts of sonipat panipat rohtak and jhajjar and tried to address you know go through a long two and a half year gender attitude change program now what's meant by gender attitude change program let me give you an example let me give you a flavor of what is happening in these classrooms so for example uh, you know children are asked uh, who cooks at home and quite predictably many of them will reply mama cooks at home true and so um, but then they're asked you know who cooks in a restaurant oh it's a man who cooks in a restaurant and so this discussion sort of you know addresses the idea that there's nothing particularly female about the act of cooking and it just happens to be that women are cooking at home but when it's a paid activity men are cooking in a restaurant similarly you can imagine a conversation where a facilitator from breakthrough asks students to write down their aspirations what would they like to be when they grow up and boys write down they want to be pilots and they want to be engineers and girls write down they want to be pilots and they want to be engineers and then of course it's revealed then they have a conversation what everyone wants to do and it's revealed to the boys that the girls have similar aspirations as they do and it's revealed to the girls that the boys also have similar aspirations as they do so these conversations um very innovative things like street plays multimedia cartoons kids love cartoons remember that right all of these things are ways in which to uh, you know hopefully shape attitudes to becoming more equal uh, the program of course lasted a long time it's two and a half years uh, and the students got about one session every two and a half months so you know this is uh, the program that was held and my role was specifically as an evaluator conducting research on thinking whether such a program could ever even be effective so using a randomized control trial design uh, where we were comparing the 150 schools which incidentally had been chosen at random from a larger group of schools and we held you know compared those to another 164 schools which were not part of the intervention we tried to see what was the change in attitudes before and after the intervention we also tried to see what was the impact on other things like actual behavior and what we found was a big change so attitudes changed a lot and almost equally between boys and girls but we also saw that behavior was changing so now boys are doing laundry more they're helping out with chores at home um, girls are also having some behavior change so for example they're allowed to go to the market by themselves much more mm. but unfortunately what we saw is that the amount of uh, behavior change amongst boys was double that of the amount of behavior change amongst girls now that means two things first it means that girls can have more progressive attitudes more gender equal attitudes but in order for them to translate those attitudes into actual behavior change uh, they still need to say seek their permission from their parents whereas boys face fewer constraints on translating their more gender equal attitudes into actual behavior change but here's another sort of um, optimistic view on it maybe these boys will grow up they'll get married one day and the real beneficiaries of this uh, gender attitude change program will be the wives of these boys and so you know one is hoped optimistic that that is one thing that might happen uh which brings me to my next question why did you choose to work with this particular age group 
I mean, uh, what are what do you think are the reasons that such change is necessary at uh, that particular age? So, Mansi, uh, you know, all of us are free to overchange our minds and become more gender equal at any age possible. But it's just that research in psychology was showing us that you know, once you're an adult, your views and attitudes and your outlook on life tends to be extremely stable. So it takes a lot to change it. So this is why we decided to work with teenagers. Now, any younger, so for example, eight years or nine years, children don't have the amount of sophistication. Although they have very strong sense of fairness and equality, they don't have sophistication about how the world works. Whereas with teenagers, they're fairly sophisticated. They're open to learning about the other gender. They're open to learning about, say, household dynamics, social dynamics, so on and so forth, and particularly their role in a changing society. So which is why I think uh, teenagers work. The other advantage of working with teenagers, you catch them young, you change their attitudes in a time when those attitudes are formative, mm -hmm. and you've got much more gender equal adults, and that then those effects last a long time, right? So we're very optimistic that these kinds of policies can, once baked into society, lead to more progressive, more gender equal uh, adults. And that has a benefit, not only in the years when they're participating in the program, but for many years afterwards. And maybe for the coming generations. Absolutely. Like, the generations after that. Absolutely. Uh, how did you narrow down the location of your research? So, um, you know, Haryana itself uh, is a society which has a fairly skewed sex ratio. And so uh, this has been an area of concern for many people, including the Haryana government. So we were uh, we had a partnership with the Haryana School Education Department, and they were interested in trying out this new approach of gender attitude change as a way to address the gender problem. Now, we were fortunate that the uh, government uh, bureaucrats in Haryana government were very open-minded. They allowed us to test out this approach. And by now, you know, many thousands, tens of thousands of children have participated in the Gender Attitude Change Program. So in that sense, uh, we were fairly fortunate to have a very good partner in Haryana government. We were also fortunate to have a very knowledgeable and expert partner in Breakthrough, who was able to design this curriculum and implement it in short order and put together a really, very high quality piece. And how long did it take for the changes to come into effect amongst the children? So, uh, you know, we measured the change in attitudes almost immediately after the program was ended. And this is where we saw large changes in both attitudes as well as behaviors. Now, what we did is to follow these kids over the years. So in 2016, the program ended. We measured their attitudes and behaviors then. But we, we went back. And in 2019, we surveyed these students again. And now they're much older. They're finishing high school. So we tried to see how has the attitude change persisted or, you know, once taught, it quickly faded away and we found it didn't. And so most of the attitudes, the gender equality attitudes that we had discussed three years previously had stuck with those students. And were they following it? Yes. And they were not only, uh, you know, having the more gender equal attitudes, but the behavior change was actually sticking as well. So three years later, uh, you know, it had important uh, behavior change. Now, of course, you might be curious to know what happened to the long-run trajectory in life. And, you know, since 2018-19, uh, now it's 22, and we've go decided to go back and interview those students again to find out what happened to them in life. Did they complete high school? 
Did they enroll in college? Did they get a job? Did they get married? Did they have children? And so right now we're in the process of going back and asking all these questions to these students and trying to find out if this had a long-term impact on their life trajectories, both for the boys as well as the girls. So, sir, why is the program called Tarukitoli? Is there a story behind this name? So, many of these children in schools have rarely been told that they're exceptional. And one of the most important ways to have children accept the idea that the idea should change, that the attitude should change, is to convince them that their ideas matter, that they themselves matter, that they're stars. And so it's very important to uh, say that, uh, you know, these children are special, everyone is special, and everyone has something to say in order to change their own lives, in order to change the lives of the families around them. And so that's why I think Breakthrough decided to call the program Taru Kitoli, to say that everyone is a star, and everyone can be part of social change in Haryana. Uh, and uh, what do you envisage as the uh, future of this project? What should be the next steps? So uh, one of the very nice things that happened is that the Punjab government learned about the project. Uh, they decided to uh, come up with a version of this project to implement in Punjab government schools. All the government schools of Punjab. And so now students in Punjab government schools are also going to go through this gender equality oriented programs, Taroki Tori. And so what we're very optimistic about is that, you know, Punjab uh, government schools have about 15 lakh kids a year. And insofar that uh, this program will last a long time, you have 15 lakh kids a year multiplied by the number of years it lasts, fully many years. And so what we'll see is a significant number of students going through such trainings um, over the course of their lifetimes. And so with any luck, it will have you know, a large scale change in uh, what students are experiencing through the school system and I'm hopeful that many other state governments will uh, adopt these kinds of policies as well. So thank you Professor Jen, it was great speaking to you and you gave us really good insights into the project and your research. Thank you so much Mansi, this was a great pleasure, thank you for having me.